Episode 105 of the Small Business Big Marketing Show. In this episode, you'll discover how easy it is to create video to market your business, plus an idea on how to introduce a new revenue stream. Welcome to the Small Business Big Marketing Show, where successful small business owners share their secrets to take your marketing to the next level. Now, here's your host, Tim Reid. G'day everyone, welcome back to Australia's number one ranking small business show. I'm your host, Timbo Reed, and you are a motivated small business owner. We are brought to you by the very good folk at netregistry.com.au, who, by the way, have just put together some exclusive packages for small business big marketing listeners, which I'm pretty excited about. Tell you about one of them in a minute. Um, hello to everyone from the Flying Solo community as well. Guys, in this episode, great interview with this fellow, Jules Watkins, who has put together um, quite an amazing um, package. Um, Three things attracted me to Jules. Um, Number one was that he wrote to me asking to come on the show and gave me really compelling reasons why, right? So therein lies a fantastic marketing strategy in itself. Get out there and tap on the shoulder podcasters who have shows that are relevant to the industry in which you operate. Uh, Guys, podcasting is growing and growing and growing. And Jules has done this brilliantly. He's gone around and tapped quite a number of podcasters on the shoulder from around the world and got interviews. What a cheap... That is a free marketing strategy right there. And the coverage he's got has been fantastic. In fact, he reveals how many uh, products he sold as a result of doing that in the interview. Um, podcasting's growing, guys. I'm actually putting together um, a consulting business called getyourownshow.com.au, which is in a response to the fact that I have many people ask me how I've gone about building small business big marketing to the level it's at, and I have many small business owners wanting to get their own show, to get their own podcast. So that consulting business is is in response to exactly that, and I'm going to take you take my clients through a 12-step process starting from why would you have your own show, what it's going to be about, right through to all the technical stuff, all the marketing stuff, and actually getting it live on the iTunes store. So go and visit getyourownshow.com.au and you can uh, register uh, for me to work with you to get your own show. Pretty cool, huh? More on that to come. The website's in development. I reckon by the time you hear this, there'll definitely be a landing page. If not, the website will be live. So that's exciting and something I'm looking forward to working with people on. The the second thing that attracted me to Jules was that he actually had a training product that was absolutely beautifully put together, showing people how to use their iPhone to create great business videos and it was put together so well. So that played into, I know, you know, we're all, well, we haven't all got iPhones, but we've all got a smartphone and we all should be creating video for our business. Um, the third thing that really attracted me to Jules was the way he put this product together. Guys, um, if, if you're not interested in actually creating video for your business and you should be, then at least um, have a look at Jules's product from the way he's put it together because it's a training product. He's harnessed all the knowledge that he's got around video marketing, creating video using your iPhone, and gone off and packaged it up 
on this website that is it's truly brilliant. What it's effectively done for him is, you know, he could have just done one-on-one consulting in London where he is and earned a dollar from that, or he can package it all up. And he's now created an evergreen business that is open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. He makes sales in his sleep and we could all be doing this. So what he's done is actually create a new revenue stream for his business, lot to be learned. His product is actually $97. It's incredibly cheap. So um, look at it, have a look at it. There's a link in the show notes, episode 105 of smallbusinessbigmarketing.com where uh, you can go and access uh, what Jules is doing. Um, Before I get stuck into the interview with Jules, I just want to tell you about uh, these exclusive packages that Net Registry have put together for small business big marketing listeners. I've been working with them on these packages, and they are all about helping you, the small business owner, improve your online presence. Whether you are, whether you don't have one right now, or whether you do have one and it needs a bit of a tickle or whether you've got one and you just want to grow it exponentially. They're three packages that they've put together. I'll share them with you over the course of the coming weeks, but the first one that I want to just talk about very briefly is the startup package. It's $80. It's valued at $750 for it. For 80 bucks, you get a domain name registered, you get hosting, you get access to their website builder, which actually allows you to build a website without any technical knowledge whatsoever and get one up live real quick. They also put it through their go live submission indexing software, which gets it indexed with the search engines within a couple of days. And you get a 30-minute live consultation with one of their online consultants, which I would highly, highly recommend because you'll get some tips and ideas as to how to um, take your online presence and really start to make it work in terms of generating inquiry for your business. Link in the show notes to these packages, guys, or you can go to netregistry.com.au forward slash offer forward slash SBBM, which is Small Business Big Marketing. Excited about that. All right, guys, enough of that. Um, in the upcoming episodes, um, I'll actually I'll share upcoming episodes with you after this guest because I have got some pretty exciting things happening in the world of small business big marketing. Enough of that. Here's Jules Watkins from iPhone Video Hero. You are about to learn how to create simply, easily, cheaply videos for your business and add a whole new string to your marketing bow. Here's Jules. Jules Watkins, welcome to the Small Business Big Marketing Show. Awesome. Yeah, thanks very much for inviting me on. Pleasure. Well, you invited yourself on, mate. You're the one who, who approached me initially, and we'll talk about that uh, later in the interview as, as a very clever marketing tactic. But first, what's your story, Jules? What, what, what did you do prior to creating iPhone Video Hero? Oh, well, my story is in, in several chunks, but I'll, I'll keep it brief, I suppose. Yep. So began began, I've always been crazy about working in the media and ended up working, uh, studying photography and, and video, ended up working in photography as an assistant to an advertising photographer, ended up later going into news photography, ended up in the Balkans during some of the, the conflicts over there, um, worked for agencies, news agencies. That got me, photography and journalism got me into television which was which was pretty amazing, and I spent about eleven years working my way up into TV, ending up as a producer, director, and also operating camera um, from time to time on some 
big channel shows over here, BBC One shows, Channel Four, um, MTV. Mostly, oh, mate, you, you're going to you're going to cream my last question, which is who's the most famous person you've ever met? Don't tell oh, us oh, yet, mate, but yeah. uh, we don't have time for all that. But um, <laughs> <laughs> the um, yeah, so mostly kind of cheesy reality entertainment, kind of light-hearted documentary type shows. Biggest Loser would be one that you guys, I'm sure yeah, you know, right. it's quite big in Australia. Pimp My Ride, which is quite a cool little car show for MTV. Yeah. Um, business reality shows, all, all sorts really. So I worked my up, way up through there, but simultaneously developed this real interest in online media. And I could see this sort of changing landscape of the media and caught on to that and started developing little sideline blogs and things like that. And started transitioning over into online media. So, so have you have you made the transition or is this is things like iPhone Video Hero still a, a hobby? Well, it's not a hobby because it's generating a, a, a seriously good income, but it's um, uh, have you left the kind of um, what I would call a top end of town video production area? I'm, I'm low end now. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> just getting you there. Well, actually, <laughs> yes, I had to make a decision because TV is so demanding and time consuming and are uh, extremely draining, particularly as you, you know, get on a bit. Um, it's a sort of young person's <laughs> game, really. So I, I'm, I haven't been making TV for a while, but what I did find is that there's a big demand for videos to be made, you know, good quality videos. So I do make some videos for clients, but you know what? I found myself getting a lot of um, great compliments and, and exposure through making products about video because I know there's a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners around the world who really want to gain this, these new skills. So I've, Massive. I'm heading that way in terms of creating a kind of info product empire. Well, good on you. Well, what do you love? What do you love about video as a marketing tool for small business, Jules? Oh, it's just amazing. I would think it's, well, one thing is it's really fun, okay? I mean, that's not the main thing, but it is mm. very, very fun. You know, people, you know, when you think about doing like SEO, you know, it kind of puts you to sleep, right? Um, or even sometimes people don't like writing so much and that kind of stuff in terms of building content, but just people seem to love video. It's, I, you know what it is? Cause people are brought up on this, this diet of, of TV, which goes back to my sort of TV side and they're brought up understanding the sort of language of TV and enjoying it and finding it entertainment, entertaining. And I think that when they pick up a camera, they just immediately start smiling and enjoying that whole experience of, of making videos. So- I think one of the things from my point of view and when I'm talking to clients is that, you know, and also having come from – I also come from a big advertising agency background. And, and back then when I worked in advertising, video was just so expensive. You know, it was like – to, to create a, a corporate video, I hate that word, but to create a corporate video of any sort, we're talking tens of thousands of dollars. God knows what it was in London. And I'm talking, you know, 15 years ago. Um, now, video is just so unbelievable, you know, the richest form of media, and it's so accessible to the small business owner. Absolutely, yes. I mean, it's, it's incredible what you can do now with low-budget equipment, and essentially, yeah, you're creating your own video ads that would have cost you a fortune and of course there's so many different places now where you can you can put your videos so you're basically able to as a smaller business owner have a you know get big exposure for your videos and you know start bringing back people from all kinds of different sort of social media sites back to your to your own website using video and people 
out there and all the stats show it love watching video i don't know about you but if you if i see a video on my facebook like newsfeed i always sort of stop at that post to have a look um as opposed to just pure text posts so again people are watching a lot of video and you're you're now able to become like your own producer your own your own network yeah, I, I personally, I do. I mean, that, that Facebook example always will stop to have a look at a video. Um, personally, love audio more. I guess being a podcaster, I'm biased, but and I've chosen to go down an audio path. But um, it is amazing. I mean, both both are rich forms of media, and both um, allow for such engagement, which I love. You know, like I often say to clients, and and my listeners will have heard me talk about this idea of stop pushing information on people and start publishing really good content and and video as an example of, you know, allowing you to do that. Jules, um, just explain really briefly um, what iPhone Video Hero is. Okay, well, iPhone Video Hero is an online training course. It's it's a video-based course. So basically, I take you through how to make incredible videos with your, with your iPhone. I also include iPad as well. So using low budget equipment i take you through a video training course about how to basically leverage that for your business covering a whole range of things from strategy through to basic video fundamentals like how to operate it um, effectively how to capture good audio how to use lighting and also the great benefit of the i the i devices as i call them is all the various apps that are there to help you um, use your your iPhone or your iPad. So it's a a fairly complete course. It runs at about three to four hours. I'm still adding bits and pieces into it right now, but it's around three to four hours of of video content behind a protected membership wall. Yeah, look, um, it it is extensive. It's comprehensive. As you say, it covers all those things plus so much more. What what, um, what was the point? At what point did you go, oh, there's a problem there. I can solve this with this this training product. Was it the fact that everyone had an iPhone and that you saw an opportunity to create video from it? Or was it that you were seeing a lot of really ordinary um, videos made by small businesses? What, What problem were you solving? Well, what I, no- what I noticed, how I came into this is I noticed that people wanted to make their own videos and they were looking at various pocket cameras. And at, at one stage, going back now uh, a couple of years ago when I first started working online, people were really crazy about the flip camera, yep. which and my very first blog I own, was just a blog purely about flip video. I created like a very, very niche site, got a lot of traffic to it and was selling flip cameras via Amazon for not a lot of money Mm -hmm. um but you know but that got me into this sort of niche unfortunately then flip suddenly disappeared almost overnight it was announced didn't they yeah um they were bought over by a company called cisco um from the company that created it and they decided they weren't they weren't interested in pursuing flip so i just got an email one day saying you better start thinking about a new blog because flip is gone and I mean, my blog is still there and people still visit it and even buy flips, even though they're, they're running out now. <laughs> but um, <laughs> it's gone. Then Kodak came along and they had this really good pocket camera, the ZI8, the ZI8 it's called. Now Kodak have hit some financial problems and they're, they're not making pocket cameras. So again, I kept on looking for what was going to be a good, the big tool for, for, for low budget, but quality video production. And kept coming back to the iPhone, which which I'm an, I'm an Apple user. I've always had an iPhone. And 
to really answer your question, I just started looking more and more on on forums. I went to the places where small business owners hang out and where they talk about video. And the iPhone was was kept on being talked about as a potentially could this be um, the, a better device than these other cameras had been, and could this be an amazing video tool? And I just latched onto that that buzz, that conversation that was out there, and thought, right, I'm going to just make this product you know iphone's not going away as fast as that's right <laughs> yeah no we don't think it is although um clearly iphone 5 uh, has well i suppose it hasn't changed the video uh, capacity at all i mean the iphone 3 right through to the iphone iphone 5 is it's all got video hasn't it yes i mean the the iphone 4 had really had the, had the beginnings of a really good camera 720 yep. hd iphone 4s fantastic 1080 the iphone 5 very similar to the iPhone 4S, just it's got a better front-facing camera. So if you film yourself, you're going to get HD and see yourself on the monitor at the same time. But um, basically, they're shooting great video and 250 million, I believe, iPhones sold. So unbelievable, big market out there. And to me, well, what it gave, what it gives you in terms of flexibility as well is is actually more than you get with the, the regular pocket cameras. So. To me, it's just a no-brainer, really. It's the, it's the device that, that people own, you know, and I, I sort of teach people how to use the camera that you already own. Mm. Jules, what types of videos are you seeing small businesses successfully create? And there's, there's lots of, you know, there's things like testimonials, store tours, staff introductions, there's product reviews. What, what are you seeing that's being done really well and isn't that hard to do? Not really. I mean, I, I see, as you say, lots of different styles and there's a lot of flexibility um, with, the, with the apps you can use on the iPhone to create different kinds of videos. But I would say one, one that comes up a lot is the, is the squeeze page, the opt-in video, because that is one, the money video in many ways. That's the first start of this relationship that you, you may have with your customer coming onto your site. And obviously, there's a big drive now to get people onto your email list so you can recontact them. And I see a lot of people really wanting to work on those videos straight off the mm-hmm. bat. It's amazing. If you look around the web, there are some real horrors out there. Horrors, <laughs> when you the- absolute horrors. Absolute terrors. Um, <laughs> when you go down to their webpage, you see somebody, you kind of hear a, 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 rare, a, a train passing by the window. Um, they've got the air conditioning on. Yep. The light is bad. It's there against the grey wall. They look like they're in a prison cell or something. Um, <laughs> And, you know, personally, if I see that, I'm, I'm out of there and they're not going to get my email address or my business. And, but some business owners kid themselves thinking it doesn't matter, you know, it's, it's going to be okay. They don't really take a hard look at it. And occasionally I've shown people videos like that just randomly and people have said, you know, I wouldn't do business with that person. Mm-hmm. So it's such an important video to get people onto, the, onto your list. So I've seen people, what they want to do is actually just get good at creating a, a video shot on on their iphone but looks like they spent a couple of thousand dollars on it (laughs) yeah yeah absolutely well well it's classic i mean my show is called small business big marketing and and what you're doing is showing a small business how to punch way above its marketing weight uh, using using in this case video what what um it is i mean it's incredible this squeeze page um concept you talk about that would you say that that's more for the online marketer? Because I know a lot of my listeners, they're service providers, they're bricks and mortar businesses. Um, what types of videos are you seeing for that type of business? 
Okay, yeah, well, I mean, I, I think, I, I agree. I, although I do think that even even people in those kind of businesses could be capturing leads, you know, they could yeah, be... Do, yeah, absolutely. Like a kind of how to fix your, how to do basic plumbing yourself kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Like a little yep. couple of video lessons just to get people's leads for future contact. But I, I do appreciate that that's probably not all, you know, the main focus. So I've got people like um, creating little behind-the-scenes videos, um for example, just giving a little tour of, of your of your property, introduction to staff, um, mm. really your personality. Now, this goes back to what I was talking to you about right at the top of the, sh- um, the show about reality, me working in reality TV. I've tried to bring that in to what I teach because people love those kind of shows. People love getting to know the characters in those shows. And within a few days or weeks, people will start talking about those characters and feeling like they know them. And it's part of that ability to sort of open up the curtains and show what goes on behind. So people get good results from actually being a little bit daring and, and showing behind the scenes, maybe looking for your, who's the star of your business. Like if, it, if your business was a reality show, mm-hmm. who would star? And it might, it might not be you, but you might have somebody that is actually talented or, or funny or whatever. So, you know, you can, you can implement that and use your staff and just start opening up a bit. It's a, it's a great question to ask. I love those types of questions. I was, I, was, I was with a client yesterday, Jules, who was considering video, and I'm trying to move them into a content creation strategy, and we're talking about video. And one of the things that they mentioned that was holding them back was that they felt as though they the uh, output needed to be Hollywood production at a Hollywood production level, you know, like really high production values. And they were holding off until they got the budget to use a guy who was going to charge them literally tens of thousands of dollars um, to create some videos. And we got talking about, you know, this, this balance between Hollywood production and just creating great content because, you know, whilst I'm, I'm one for quality, I also think that in this day and age, if you can create great content that solves a problem, then quality um, will be overlooked to a certain degree. Do, do you agree? Absolutely. I think, I think there's room for both. You can, you can have a kind of two-tiered uh, approach. And in fact, TV does that. You'll get, in the UK here, you'll get sort of a big glossy Saturday night show will be on like the main channel, but you'll have like the behind the scenes show will be on a kind of cable channel mm-hmm. and a lot of those shows are shot by like researchers and people who aren't particularly trained at all um, but they just add extra value extra content to it and I think again as a business owner yeah maybe you do want this you know to put some money into your your glossy sort of sales video but but that's just one video but if you're going to really market and have a constant flow of content then you're gonna to have to think about how can you maybe use the behind the scenes kind of thing or some some short interviews how can you make the the sort of homegrown content feel okay and put it in maybe on the blog part of your site or a behind the scenes section to make it clear that this is kind of you, you know you having a go with the video and this is not like the main sales video on, on the front page i think you make some great points you know like uh the idea of Hollywood production is is very prohibitive and you know I think about some of the special features you, some of the videos you get in special features of DVDs and they're just shot on you know handheld cameras and um, in fact I was even watching um, what was I watching recently Inglorious Bastards um, Tarantino's film and in the special features there's an interview with Tarantino and Brad Pitt right and 
it was it was just really the 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 actual video production was very very average but hey you know the content was fantastic so i just think that's a really good mindset for the small business owner to have which is create great content and don't get caught up in the production i am speaking to jules watkins creator of iphone video hero jules what are your top five tips to creating great video for a small business owner. And you've got plenty within <coughs> within your trading. So uh, give us the best of the best. Right, five tips to create great video. <laughs> okay, number one would be come up with a come up with a theme or a strategy. Think about it like a TV series. So if you watch like The Apprentice, do you guys get The Apprentice? I'm sure you do. Yep. Um it's it, you we've, know, we've, got elect- we've got electricity down here as well. I know it's crazy, but it's true. Goodness me! <laughs> and I'm um, you're on the internet as well, which is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it came in about three weeks ago. Internet. Um, so no, I would say you know come up with a um, strategy. So if you look at The Apprentice, sort of each week it's the same kind of show, but they're just different themes in it. But there's a, there's a continuity. It's a series. So rather than going off and trying to shoot random things try and think like what can you come up with for your series and be con- consistent with it mm-hmm. so if you're a plumber and you want to show like um i don't know well I'm not, i don't know a lot about plumbers but <laughs> examples of great plumbing jobs or something like that right so, say a real estate agent that's a pretty easy one to uh reference a real estate agent would be a different aspect of a locality so say you work in a county or whatever showing a a, a really positive aspect of that county each mm-hmm. week as to why it's desirable to live in. So you're selling the location, not just the properties, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, every week on your travels, which is great when you've got your iPhone because it's very portable, film different aspects of it and, and drip them out week by week. But have a have a plan rather than just doing sort of random videos. Mm-hmm. That'd be um, second top tips. Well, technically would be to think about audio audio even more than the visuals because people will click off your videos if the audio is rubbish yep. it's a even sort of stat that people will leave your videos if the audio is bad so think think about audio think about um brevity how can you get over your story within a within a couple of minutes or so make your life easy don't try and make big kind of 10 15 minute videos particularly when you're starting out think about your think about the viewer really what, how how much are they going to be able to watch this? So- I, I think that's such an important one. I mean, in, in marketing communications, generally less is more. But but I think also brevity should take the pressure off once again creating video because people are sitting there going, oh, you know, my God, I've got to sit there for five, ten, fifteen minutes. You don't. You don't. A one to two minute video answering a particular question is more than enough. Absolutely, definitely. Um, the other one would be. Uh, sh- basically show what you're talking about a lot of people they they just sort of sit down in front of the gray wall and talk they never show what they're actually talking about so illustrate it it's a, you know use the fact that it's a visual medium and keep the shots changing people will stick with your videos if they see movement on the on the screen humans love to see movement they are they're, they're trained to look for movement from i was reading a book the other day they talk about like a you know caveman always glancing around looking for danger on you know looking for looking for things and we're yep. kind of like that now we like to see things move and change so think about 
um, changing your shots and, and gathering shots to illustrate what you're talking about. So as you go, if you're the you know property um, person, you want to be whenever you see a fantastic view or a sunset or a sunrise or something incredible, shoot it and and build up a catalogue of shots that you can use to illustrate what you're talking about. Great so that- point, absolutely great. So one of the things that I'm getting, I'm, you know, I'm sure our listeners are thinking right now. Okay, that's great because you know, to camera stuff is easy as long as you're willing to sit in front of a camera, um, hit record, away you go. You've just introduced the concept of you know if a real estate agent's travelling around, um, we call them suburbs, so suburb or a county, um, and they see a great building or a great venue or a great sunset or a great vista, whatever it is, you got to shoot that and then you got to drop that into the edit and you know all of a sudden that little one that face to camera video becomes a little bit more complicated how do you get over these hurdles of well in this case editing well editing there's there's several different ways one is you do it yourself or the second is you outsource it a lot of people are finding great outsourcers who can do video editing for 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 very very low cost so that mm-hmm. that was one one good way and you know when we're talking about one of the basic things in editing is you 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 get somebody who's talking and you cover it with another shot it's just a basic um skill that any editing software will give you that ability to cover up what you're talking about with a shot and keep your voice running underneath it okay so if you're talking for two minutes think about what shots could you drop in so let's see see you on camera for the first 15 seconds or so and maybe you know you want to put your name up there on the screen as well then you want to put in drop in some shots then you're back on camera very very basic editing just to add a few few shots onto it but if editing really does put you off there are some apps that can actually do a bit of editing for you and actually you speak on the camera and they can actually automatically cut over some shots over the top of you which is which is pretty incredible mm-hmm. and as i've just said if you're really busy you know, you shouldn't be spending too much time editing. Hopefully you'll get, you're, you're getting a return on your videos. You should be spending, you know, I, I would say uh, the low cost editors I've seen, you can get them for about $5 an hour, five to 10 an hour. And a two minute video with a bunch of shots on would take less, less than, would take about half an hour to do really. So where are you, where are you finding these editors for five to 10 bucks an hour, Jules? You can, I don't, I don't particularly use them, but I look on Odesk. If you look on Odesk, uh, for example, mm-hmm. there are hundreds of them. And it's, um, you know, a student could edit this, you know, you know, I mean, this is not complicated to grab some shots of somebody talking and adding other other shots on top of it. This is this is pretty basic. It just takes time, you know. And, and a brief, for a small business owner to um, put that brief together. So they're, they're going to shoot the film. They're going to upload it to, say, a Dropbox uh, or send it via you, send it to an editor, uh, and then just write down a bit of a running sheet saying, you know, start off with me and then drop in some pictures of this and then come back to me. Is that the idea? Yeah, exactly. You're going to label your clips up. If you've got lots of different clips, label them up so they know what's what. And exactly right, if you've if you've worked off of some bullet points or a, a rough script, then you're going to say to them, you know, just use that. But if you've got short videos, then really it should be pretty clear. You know, if you can, if you can speak to camera, make it fairly succinct, then it's going to kind of guide them, you know, what to do really. And here's the thing. If you're using what's called cutaway shots, other shots, it means you don't have to record the whole piece without mistakes in, in yeah, a row. Yeah. Cause um, as, well, as soon as you're off camera, 
you can stop and you know you can you can make three mistakes and those shots are going to cover over those you know those cut points those edit points yep as well yeah that's that's a great point well you've worked with enough people uh who are speaking to camera and that would be besides editing i would imagine uh speaking to camera appearing on camera is a stumbling block you've already mentioned the idea of maybe looking within the business as to you know who is who is the the star or the person that is going to be best to camera if it's a one-man show um any any tips on sort of overcoming that to camera fear overcoming well yeah people do struggle a lot with the with the fear factor it's you know what it is it's cliche really but it's it's practice it's practicing it before you record yourself so doing test records um, just for fun, really. Before, don't don't sort of plan your first video and then you know think that's going to be the one. You know, just practice to your webcam. Just practice, look in a mirror or whatever. That's um, practicing speaking to. Okay, what what TV presenters do is they speak to one person, and I've seen presenters before. Um, one that was working in kids TV, she would put her, a picture of her daughter just up behind the camera so that she was speaking to, to that daughter. So again, get your customer avatar, a client or somebody like that and put their photo up near your camera. Yeah, that's a great idea. Great that- idea. In fact, it, it plays to this idea. That's that's just a great tip both for video production and marketing communications in general, which is um, have have your best mate in mind. And when I say best mate, I mean that that person who has the highest propensity to buy from you. And when you're writing copy, when you're recording video, e- even when I'm recording the show, I, I actually have a best mate in mind and think what questions would they ask and how would they want the information delivered and it's a very very powerful way of doing it jamie oliver does it really well jules i love the way he sort of talks just off camera oh yes that's that's another way to do it i mean with the just going back to the photo thing don't if you do put it off camera don't keep staring at it because obviously your eyes will go off off camera it's just there in your peripheral vision just to mention that so you you see it's there but you're not going to stare at it otherwise um, you're, if you're trying to do a thing, um, speak to camera, make sure you're looking at that lens, <laughs> um, yeah. have it in your peripheral vision, so to speak. But when you're talking about Jamie Oliver, yeah, he does this style where he's actually looking off to like a, a reporter or somebody like a director next to the camera. Yeah. And that's the way it's, you know, one, one trick is if you really can't bear looking into the camera, do it like an interview. So get somebody to interview you and do it as an interview or get somebody to sit on a, on a, on a chair next to the camera, a foot away from it or so foot and a half, and just do it as if you're talking to them, like in a, in a conversation. And again, that stops you if you, if you're worried about that staring down the lens. Love it, mate. Now, Jules, um, before I ask you, well, I, I put out on Facebook a couple of days ago, the Small Business Big Marketing Facebook, uh, the fact that I was going to interview you, and there's quite a number of questions coming through which I'm going to pose to you very shortly. Before I do, listeners, um, there is a link in the show notes to Jules's training product. It is so good. I'm just looking at it right now, and I'll tell you some of the stuff it covers. It covers 
your headset, depth of field, how to hold the camera steady, um, other equipment you need like tripods, microphones, low budget lighting, how to film yourself. It even, it even explains how to get the Apple white background. You know that white background that Steve Jobs and the guys, all those other Jonathan Ives have when they're doing Apple videos. He has how to shoot customer testimonials. He's got great apps. It, it, it's literally the most comprehensive video training for small business that I've seen and it's brilliant. I'm going to ask him very shortly how he put that together because um, as a product, um, we could all be doing something similar within our own niche. Jules, back to you. Here's some questions that came through on Facebook. Um, What is the most, uh, this is from Joshua Liston. What's the most important aspect of marketing videos production, the visual or the audio? Well, you've kind of answered that, haven't you? Yes, I'd say audio because if, if if the audio is bad you you're you really are screwed <laughs> there's not a lot yeah. you can try and tweak it but you're you've got problems if the vision's um not so great you can tweak that you can use you can tweak the colors you can adjust quite a lot you know most things you watch on tv they when you look at when i look at the, the rushes the, the raw footage it doesn't look as good as it looks on tv because they tweak the shots and you can do some basic tweaking actually inside your iPhone of, of, of things like that. But if the audio is bad, then, then you've got a big problem. There's some links in your training to some great products, a couple of which I've already purchased, but uh, like wireless microphones and, and various things that ensure your audio is um, is right up to scratch. Um, Nicole Newitt is asks, is there any way to make a video go viral or is it just by chance? Now, I've responded to Nicole already on this one. I don't know whether you've got a point of view, Jules, but I did an interview uh, a few episodes ago with Lloyd Williams from Big Richard Condoms, and he specialises in creating viral videos to sell his condoms, and he's he's a he's a, he's a magician at it. Have you got any tips on um, on making videos go viral? Yes, I mean I I say right now I've I've never had a video go uh, massively viral, so I'm, I'm more in the camp of you know the, these these things generally tend to happen. Though I'm quite aware people. People will do things like they'll try and spike the traffic up, you know, using using ads and p- placing it in in blogs and things like that. So I'm not massively experienced in that area, but I do think with videos, it's it's you've got to market your video, right? So you create this great video, start thinking where can it actually fit. You know, who's going to actually run with this video? And even when you're conceiving of the video, think, you know, what kind of blogs would put it on? What would attract them to use it? And so I think if you can think a bit in terms of where, how you're going to market the video before you make it, that's going to help you at least. Correct. John Young asks, and we've answered this, I think, is it better to do one long video or break it into smaller parts? I think less is more. Our attention spans are short. So I think it, it's as long as it needs to be and not a second more. Would you agree? Yeah, sure. I mean, if you're breaking it up, you've got that many more kind of, let's put it like tentacles coming back to your website and you can keyword each separate video with different keywords according to the the point that you're discussing within it. Mm-hmm. So you get more rankings. The only reason you might have a long video is if you're doing a, a training course or something like that where it just works as a kind of lecture, but that's sort of for a product more than a, a short business video. Jules Rosie Addison asks, um, where's her question start? Is there any editing software you'd recommend that isn't Apple related? Oh, really? Imagine going, imagine being non-Apple related. What do you reckon? Okay, there's, 
Absolutely. So PC PC owners, well, I would say you want to go for something like Sony Vegas uh, Movie Studio is a $50, $60 entry-level editing system, a perfectly decent system. But do you know what's becoming very, very popular is Camtasia, which most people think of as just for screen capture and things mm -hmm. like that. But um, people who are running Camtasia are bringing in more and more features for video editing. And you can put your iPhone videos in there or your iPad videos. You can play them in there without any import problems or rendering problems. And you can do cuts. You can change the audio. You can do effects. You can add text. You can add speech bubbles. A lot, lot going on there with Camtasia. Okay. I'll put a link in the show notes to that. Uh, Michael Darby asks, can you have too many marketing videos on your website? Uh, I wouldn't have thought so. I think, uh, once again, as long as they're solving a problem and they're useful, and then, and, and I guess, Mark, to me, a marketing video, as long as it's not too salesy, then, you know, go for it. Yeah, I think, obviously, not, not all on your front page, because obviously, no. um, something quite... You want a single target with your front, your home page, rather than confuse people with too many videos. But backstage, you know, in the, on your blog, and I think it's a constant flow of videos is going to really, really help you. Actually, what reminds me, Jules, one of the you, you, on your autoresponder series of emails, you suggest a fantastic idea, which is um, using video um, to respond in in no to respond to, no it was actually to get inside a the offices of someone that you were finding it difficult to contact do you want to explain that one a bit more oh yes sure sure well that was an example when you know how you're trying to contact a, a bigger company if you're particularly if you're a smaller company and they're really really busy and you you find this email on their site like a general contact email so i was trying to get in contact with this company general contact email they didn't get back to me you know for, for a long time i thought i'm never going to get anywhere finally i did get a response but i was speaking to somebody um i guess fairly junior and i really wasn't getting anywhere with this person they didn't seem to we didn't seem to see eye to eye and, and things like that and it just happened so i thought i'm going to go straight for the for the big cheese for the for the owner um of this company and what i did was i decided to um, create a video. So I basically got on camera and I introduced myself. I said I was a big fan, which is true of the company and of their method. That I really wanted to work with them, but I hadn't had much joy through the email correspondence. And here's, here's how I think we could work together. And I sent her an email to them. And the subject line was um, a video um, from a fan in the UK, just something quite... Yep. And inside was a link. I just said, please check out my video on YouTube. It, it's unlisted, which means that it's only for you. Nobody else can see it. Please check my video. And within a couple of days later, I got an email straight back from the from the CEO. Um, and it sort of opened up the dialogue. We're still talking. But he kind of um, got to know me through the video. And it just was different, you know, it's something different that not most people aren't doing. Make you stand out. Yeah, I think that's a really clever idea and so beautifully simple. Jules, I want to leave um, the talk around video marketing now and just touch on before I leave you to your own devices about the whole idea of creating this product because here's the thing. Many, most small business owners are on the tools selling their hours day in, day out. And with this new, this brave new world of online, um, you can start to do some pretty clever stuff like you have with iPhone Video Hero. You've, you've created 
a training product that has allowed you to sell globally while you're asleep. Yeah. Now, I said to you before we hit record, you know, it's not quite passive, but you'd almost say it is passive. So um, it's a beautiful product. Um, Listeners, what you see when you buy iPhone Video Hero, what you're going to get is a, a password into a members area where there's basically a whole lot of folders beautifully labeled, you know, headset, microphone, lighting, etc. And then behind each of those folders, there's a video, there may be a PDF document or a worksheet, there might be a link to an app that you, you should download or something like that. So it's, it's really, really simple. And, and I just think there's a lot of small business owners that could be doing something similar, Jules, and, and, and creating an additional revenue stream. How do you go about creating it? Well, actually, it's surprisingly simple. That's incredible, you know, now how the tools are really accessible. So I, I decided to go for the ultra kind of low budget way of doing it. Mm. And really it's it's based around WordPress. So it's using um, a WordPress theme, which is which is pretty famous now. It's called Optimize Press, which was created by a, a young chap called James Dyson. James Dyson. Yeah, from the UK. So uh, I just thought I'd mention that from the UK. And um, it's 97, as I speak, it's a $97 theme and you can use it on multiple products as well. So that's your, that will set up all your, your, sales page and, and actually the membership area, the content area. Um, and his videos, his training videos are really good. I, I set this up myself and I just literally said, right, I'm going to go through his videos step by step and do what he says and, and see how far I go before I fall down. <laughs> and so I did that and I understood the theme and it worked, it worked good. And then any problem, you know, just went through support. Then I used, um, a plugin, it's called Digital Access Pass, DAP for short. Another very popular one is called Wishlist. This is a low-cost plugin, $150 roughly, which again, what, what that does is protect your site and it issues out the, the logins and that kind of thing. And you need an autoresponder, which is an email autoresponder. But when you when you put it all together, very, very low cost, I wanted to actually see the workings of it and go through that process so that I would know if it went wrong, you know, what was going on. So I went through that process and when I did get stuck, I either went through their support or the alternative is, again, on these outsourced sites like Odesk, places like that, there are people who know this stuff back to front and you can bring them in at the final stage and say, look, I can get it all working except this. Can you help me? Mm -hmm. And I'll dive in for like an hour and fix it and there you go. So, so all, all up, all up, you've spent about, I'm guessing, 150, 97, so 250, the email autoresponder. You know, it, it, it's less than 500 bucks plus your time in creating um, the the actual training product itself. How many weeks did you spend doing that? So it took me about three and a half weeks. But, the diff- you know, with my product, I wanted to actually not just do kind of PowerPoint and screen capture, which you can do fine. It depends on your business. I was actually going out and about filming real business people in their homes and getting some real footage so I could show, demonstrate, you know, with real people how to how to create videos. So mine was a little harder to make. But if you were just doing a sort of 10, 15 part series and you could do it all on your at home on your computer then you could spend a lot less time doing it really but you know what the key thing i bought the best thing i bought was i went to a one pound store and bought a whiteboard <laughs> yeah 
pound whiteboard, that was my, that was what you, what you need to start with as a plan. Like what is going to be your content? How many lessons are going to be there? What are the individual videos or modules going to be? What do you need? You need that up against your wall and you need to be looking at that and ticking it off as you go and saying, right, I can get that done today. I can get that done in a couple of days. And you want to see those ticks going. And when you see that happening in front of you, that's what gets it finished. Jules, it's a $97 product, which I, I actually think, and I think you've been told this before, it is cheap. I think it's too cheap. And I think you've already put your price up to $97. How many have you sold? Well, in total, around about 750 Well done. But it's growing, you know, it's, I tell you the last three months, so it's started escalating because more people know about it. Um, it's starting to get a lot more traffic and, you know, it's, it's growing. It's, it's a snowball effect. Um, how, I think the way you've gone about marketing, it's really clever. I know that um, you've been interviewed by a mate of mine, James Shramko, and you've been interviewed by some other sort of heavy hitters in the podcasting slash online marketing world, which I think is just a really clever way of doing it. Um, you approached me for an, to get an interview. Um, so you've obviously gone around to a whole lot of podcasters and vodcasters. How else are you marketing it? Well, I'd say, yeah, apart from approaching people would be, for example, social media is finding, finding the places, social media and forums, finding the places where your audience is. And also the, with the iPhone, there's quite a lot of blogs as well, iPhone blogs and, and things like that. So going out there, where are your audience, finding, that, finding them and going out and being helpful, answering their questions in those places and of course with forums you're you're often allowed to have a signature and your foot in in your posts and on facebook everything kind of links back to, to you to your to your profile and that links back off to your training so literally going out and you can you can build a a business like this like one, almost like one or two people at a time in the early stages and as soon as you get 50 or 100 on board it just starts um taking off by itself really yeah very true and um uh, I think the point you make about being helpful uh, in those forums or on social media as opposed to it's, it comes back to that pull versus push, you know, don't push information on people, pull them towards you by solving problems. The big question, uh, Jules, th thanks so much, by the way, uh, for sharing all this knowledge. I think it's incredibly value for the small business owner. You've worked on MTV, you've worked on Pimp My Ride, you've worked on all these big shows. Who's the most famous person you've met? Well, I was, I'm going to say, when you say met, would be kind of a, a very, very short encounter would be Bill Gates. Bill so, Gates, you're the, sec you're the second guest to say Bill Gates. Well, that, that was, and that was very brief indeed, but it was, I was in Tokyo for, a, I was filming a TV show about gaming. So it was a Tokyo game show. And I just walked into the games room. Nobody knew he would be there. Hardly anybody knew he'd be there, and I didn't know he was going to be there. And I just suddenly saw this this um, chap, Bill Gates, being followed by about 100 Japanese journalists. And I sort of elbowed my way in. And because I was, I'm about six foot, I was a lot taller than anybody, and I was the only kind of um, white guy there. And I just got in my question. Like, it was like, how do you think that the Xbox is going to go down in Japan? Because he was releasing the Xbox, and he yep. said... It's going to be great. And that, that was it. That was my encounter. But I got those. I had my camera and I got it. And that was, I was pleased with that. Oh, that's well done. So you got a photo with him? 
I've got a video, just got that clip on, on video, which was, which was pretty brief, but. Love it. Um, yeah, that, you know, he, he's famous, right? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> he's made a dollar or two. There's been others. I mean, another, I mentioned another one would be Liz Hurley. I did a, I did a show where Liz Hurley was the presenter. Um, now, is this pre-warning or post-warning? Pre. And oh, okay. Fashion show called Project Catwalk, and that was a interesting, interesting show. It was a reality show trying to find like a, a cool young fashion designer. And one of the scenes that we had to do is she had to go and visit them in their homes unexpectedly. So <laughs> we went to this student house somewhere in London. Um, there were sort of 19 year old students mm. and the designer was upstairs in his room. The guy that was trying to be in the, it was in the show, but his, his roommate, his flatmate housemate was downstairs at the kitchen table, had no idea who was coming or anything was happening. We were there to, and um, he thought we were there just to film his mate, knock at the door. He opens it and there's Elizabeth Hurley at his door. And <laughs> Just as the, the, his face was just outstanding. Oh, you know. I love that. Love it. Hey, Jules, thanks a million for uh, for coming on to Small Business Big Marketing. Listeners, um, there's going to be links in the show notes for episode 105 at smallbusinessbigmarketing.com of everything we have spoken about in this interview, including Jules's unbelievably good training product. It's one of the best training products I've seen going around um, and all those other links that he shared with us along the way. I would encourage you to put your hand in your pocket and spend the $97 because it'll be uh, some of the best $97 you'll have ever spent. Jules Watkins, thanks, mate. Thanks very much indeed. It's been excellent. Thank you. Well, guys, I hope you found that interview with Jules as interesting as I did. We should all be creating video for our businesses, and he has got a way of doing it cheaply and easily and effectively. I'll put a link in the show notes at uh, episode 105 on smallbusinessbigmarketing.com to access Jules's product. I'll also put a link and a review of it in the product section of smallbusinessbigmarketing.com. Now, guys, in upcoming episodes... Got some great interviews planned. Next week, uh, AG, Andrew Griffiths and I get together for another episode of Funny Business. Um, I'm going to be doing, I'm getting a load, a load of listener questions piling up. So I'm going to dedicate an upcoming episode to answering some of them. Uh, And thanks so much for everyone who does send them in. If you just go to the website, you can um, click on a tab where you can leave a voicemail or send me an email and ask a question. Also, another Jules, I've interviewed Jules Lund. Now, Jules Lund, for those overseas, Jules has one of the biggest radio programs in Australia. He's been doing it for a long time. He's a TV and radio personality. And I interviewed Jules about having his own show and what it's done for his brand and how he's gone about building it. It's a great interview. I did it for for part of the getyourownshow.com.au business that I'm putting together because I wanted to hear from other people who have done it and, and how it's benefited their businesses and their personal brands. So great interview with Jules Lund coming up. Um, that is it for the time being, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. This is Australia's number one ranking small business marketing show, and it's been a pleasure to have you along for the ride. Until then, see you next week. Bye. You've been listening to the Small Business Big Marketing Show with Tim Reid. Want more marketing goodness? Then visit smallbusinessbigmarketing.com.